Today, I will be discussing the novel Animal Farm, written by George Orwell in 1944. And to begin, I will provide a brief summary of the plot, and then I will go into the literary devices used by the author to develop the theme of the novel and to convey its message. So the novel opens on a farmyard full of animals that are under the rule of a brutish human master, who are introduced to the ideas of revolution through a speech from a pig named Old Major, who explains the cruelty and evil of man. He then dies, which leads to two other pigs by the names of Snowball and Napoleon to organize a revolt against the humans, which is a success. After taking control of the farm, Snowball becomes a benevolent ruler who represents the ideas of freedom that were laid out by Old Major, and he works to create a safe haven for animals away from all influences of man, including the ideas of social class, money, and inequality. Everything is good until Snowball is exiled from the farm by Napoleon and his pack of trained dogs. This begins a regime of deceit, manipulation, and terror as the pigs under Napoleon slowly begin to separate themselves as above the others, forcing the rest of the animals to live and work in conditions comparable, if not worse, to those that they experienced under the humans. The rules that they had all agreed upon and written at the start of the revolution are manipulated by the pigs to benefit them, and none of the other animals understand enough or feel brave enough to speak up. Through propaganda and continuous reminders of the evils of man that threaten, the pigs form a dictatorship over the farm and, in the end, become no better or different than the humans themselves. The novel is centered around the theme of the danger of unchecked power that is gained through deception and violence, specifically by a higher class over a lower class. In fact, the entire novel is an essentially an allusion to an example of this type of unchecked power, the communist revolution in the Soviet Union around the 1920s, so about 20 years before this book was written. And most of the main characters in this book can be directly compared to the major political leaders at this time. So, for example, the old major can be compared to Vladimir Lenin, who inspired the revolution of a group called the Bolsheviks to seize power. And Snowball can be seen as Leon Trotsky, who was an intellectual revolutionary leader at the time who was later exiled in 1929 by Joseph Stalin. So therefore, Joseph Stalin can be seen as Napoleon, as Stalin was a dictator who was responsible for many crimes against humanity. But not only can the characters be seen as allusions to the communist movement in the Soviet Union, but also many of the events in the book. So, for example, there is a scene where many of the animals are coming forward to confess their crimes against the rules of this new society. And these aren't exactly even really crimes. Most of them are just saying how they maybe didn't agree with some of the rules or had thought about disobeying. And so Napoleon reacts by having his dogs brutally kill these animals in front of the rest, and this can be compared to the Moscow trials. Or just in general, this book can be seen as an allusion to the ideas of communism as the lower class of animals, so essentially the animals that are not pigs, are forced to do very hard manual labor without receiving any of the benefits. So they are under strict rationing of food and they have to sleep in cold, uncomfortable conditions where the pigs get to eat as much food as they want and live in the farmhouse and sleep in the beds with the heat. 
And an important literary device in how the author goes about making this commentary on the dangers of unchecked power is by making the story a fable. And a fable is some is a story that uses animals as a way to represent an idea and basically simplify it to make the morals seem more black and white. So Orwell is using these animals as a way to separate the reader from kind of more convoluted ideas of morality and show us plain and simple that the actions of the pigs or the upper class are deceitful and manipulative and are actively trying to inhibit the lower class. Two other literary devices that are very important and play into this idea of fable are personification and symbolism. So the animals are personified with human characteristics, not only the fact that they can speak and also some of them can read, but more importantly, that they have the desire for social independence and mobility, which allows them to be relatable to us as the reader, but keeps them simplified. So this is showing us again that it is important that the lower class be allowed to have freedom despite not being as, say, powerful or maybe intelligent, and that the actions of the upper class to keep them down are reprehensible. And then symbolism plays in with the fact that the pigs are symbolizing this idea of unchecked power, whereas the rest of the animals are this less powerful, less educated lower class that is being kept down. Another device that Orwell uses to tie this novel in with the idea of communism or oppression by the upper class is his use of repetition. There are many phrases that are repeated throughout the novel. So, for example, there is the phrase, four legs good, two legs bad. And this is used by the animals, mainly the sheep, to reiterate the idea that animals are good, humans are bad. But this essentially turns into a form of propaganda, as whenever any of the animals maybe wants to speak negatively about Napoleon or offer a different viewpoint, the sheep will just drown out whatever they're saying by chanting this phrase, essentially limiting the ideas of free speech. And then another example of repetition is the song Beasts of England, which at the beginning of the novel is used as a form of empowerment. It is at the start of the revolution. They use it to hype themselves up and make themselves feel like they can do anything. But then as Napoleon's reign becomes stronger and stronger, he starts to disapprove of the song and eventually bans it in general, taking away this idea of empowerment from the lower class. So while the author uses literary devices such as illusion or fable to help create this outline on why we the reader should view the unchecked power of the upper class as a bad thing, he also uses other types of literary devices, for example irony, to instill in us a sense of apprehension over this growing power. So he uses both situational and dramatic irony to make us for lack of a better word, nervous about the events in this story. So situational irony is when the readers expect one outcome but get another. So an example of this is how at the beginning, after Snowball is exiled, we are given hints at, oh, well, he might still be around. He may be in communication with some of the animals at the farm. And so we begin to think that he might come back in and save the day and rescue these animals from this tyranny. But this, in fact, doesn't happen. Snowball is gone and no one is coming to rescue them. Another example of this is when one of the animals named Boxer becomes very ill and needs to go to the vet. And now Boxer was a symbol for um, perseverance and optimism during this time. And when he is sick, 
The pigs say that they are bringing a truck to take him to the vet, but in fact, when the truck arrives, it says on the side that he will be going to a place where he will be killed and possibly turned into glue, which is obviously terrifying. And when the other animals try to help, we as the reader believe that they are going to rescue him, but he does not get rescued and instead gets taken away. So this whole time we are expecting things to get better, but they simply don't. And then he also uses dramatic irony, which is when we, the reader, understand something is happening, but the characters don't. So we are able to see that the pigs are deceiving the animals on the farm. For example, they are changing the rules that they wrote on the side of the physical barn house to fit their needs. And we understand this, but because the animals can't fully read and they have hazy memories of exactly how things went down, they don't understand this. So we are just left with an uneasy feeling knowing that things are going badly, but nothing is being done to stop them. So essentially, the purpose of this novel is to show us as the reader how unnerving and frankly terrifying the idea of an unchecked higher class can be, doing everything it can to keep the lower class immobilized. Through the author's allusions to the ideas of communism, simplification of the evils of unbridled authority, and the use of irony to create tension and alarm, Animal Farm serves as a warning against putting too much power in one person or group's hands.